everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, the podcast. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, and an overall healthy lifestyle. My name is Eliza Gellman, and I am so happy to have you here with me for today's episode. everyone. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who listens. Thank you so much for all of your support. And like you know, I'm always going to ask if you would like, share, subscribe the podcast, um, rate it five stars on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. It is so helpful and incredibly, incredibly beneficial for our SEO. And that is how we grow this thing. One other thing to mention. So I know I talk a lot about products and things like that, but I don't typically work with brands. Um, I did recently start working with a brand and I would never talk about them if I didn't use them or love them or really appreciate where they're coming from. I just started working with a company called Hemp Crate, H-E-M-P-C-R-A-T-E, Hemp Crate. And you can follow them on Instagram, Hemp Crate Co. So it's a CBD subscription service and I didn't think that I needed this until I got it. And I think that it is so important, especially based on um, just everyone who's trying to create CBD products nowadays. We don't know what's in them. We don't know how they're sourced. We don't know how high quality or potent they are. Um, I really like Hemcrate because what they're using is organically, um, organically sourced. They're using a ton of amazing ingredients with their CBD. They only source from natural and organic companies. So I'm really into them. I've really been enjoying um, the CBD sleep oil that I've gotten from them. It's from, a, I use a couple of different brands. Um, what you can do is basically just subscribe for a box and they will send you a ton of awesome CBD products. I've been eating these CBD protein bars and I'm not kidding you. I can have three cups of coffee and then have one of these bars and it changes my life. So um, a lot of these products have just been really helpful and I didn't know that I needed them until you know, I had them. They gave me a code to give you guys want to make sure that you all get that. The code is hotter than health 20 for 20% off of your subscription. Make sure you check them out. Hemp crate, H E M P crate. And if you get the chance to customize, make sure that you can get some snacks, make sure you get some sleep oils. It will change your life. With that being said, let's get into today's episode, episode 94 with Tron and Mr. Easy E. All right. Hope you guys like it. Thank you for joining us, Eliza. So happy to to be with you today and to have you come and talk to us about your podcast and about all things wellness and trends and poo, uh, all, all of those things that you love um, so much. And what? Poo. Oh yeah, yeah. She's pro poo. You know she's pro poo, right? Oh, we're we're talking poo today. <laughs> yeah, she's pro poo. So I appreciate you. You know, you coming. You and I were were introduced very briefly um, at Yelp while we worked there together, and now you've kind of branched out and started doing all these wonderful, amazing things. So um, yeah. So what have you been doing during this this quarantine? What's going on, girlfriend? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've even seen you, Tron. I thank you guys so much for having me, by the way. I'm super excited. But yeah, so after Arizona, 
to make a long, very long story short, my mom was very sick. I had to move closer to home. Um, and I ended up just staying here. So, you know, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm in Charleston now. So I've been here for three years. And when I was still living in Arizona, I was working at Yelp full time, but, but yeah. So when I was living in Arizona, full-time job, still always really healthy. Well, my perception of healthy and I always just really cared about nutrition. I thought it was really fascinating um, because of, I don't know, I guess the way I was raised, my dad had always instilled more of a holistic outlook on nutrition. You know, we would always get so frustrated because my dad would be antsy and just like bitchy teenage girls. And he'd be like, did you have water today? And I was like, shut up. (laughs) Nothing to do with it, dad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm menstrual, dad. Right, exactly. But My breasts are Males just don't dad. understand. They don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and either way, getting back to it, I had always been really into health and wellness and nutrition, and a bad car accident got me really interested in personal training and making sure that people knew how to move their bodies. So I got into that, doing that part-time while I was still at Yelp. And then once I quit, I moved to Charleston and I knew that I couldn't do a nine to five with someone else's job and with someone else's goal in mind, I needed my own vision. So I, I started my own thing. I started working at a gym. I picked up my own nutrition business that started going really well. And then about a year later, I just realized I was just in this crazy rut, super depressed with all the, like all the stuff with my mom. And I was just so busy and I didn't know it was a new city. So I was like, podcast, I need an outlet and I want to share what I'm learning. It, if affects, if it affects one person, then I know I'm successful and it just, it flowed and we're almost on episode 100 now, and oh I'm my so God. pumped. Yay! Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> y'all awesome. Said it. I don't I know what you've been doing it for. Um, I started in August of 2018. Wow. Yeah. So what has so, changed okay. from episode one to episode 100? Oh my God. Episode one was a fucking dumpster fire. Yes. Yes. Um, And so I, I knew it was one of those things where, you know, that phrase it's called, um, analysis paralysis. I knew, I knew that if I overanalyzed what it was, what it was going to be, what I was going to talk about, how I was going to intro myself, I was never going to do it. Um, I mean, long nights of tears i mean 10 hours on the computer trying to figure out garage band all these little things i didn't know that i needed all these systems my first two episodes got deleted i was sobbing i was in my bathroom because it was the only place that had acoustics i told you eric i told you people recorded their bathrooms (laughs) so i use i I wasn't using garage band in the beginning i was using something else and it was just a hot mess but i i will give you guys the best tip i've ever I've ever created. I know this and I know other people have had to do it. If you have a cloth car, that is where you need to podcast. You don't get better better audio than in your cloth car. You don't. I don't even know what a cloth card is. I'm sorry. If you have non-leather seats in your car. (laughs) So yeah, if you're, if you're interested in um, podcasting on the go, all right. I love that. Yeah. So it's been, I would say in the beginning, I had no music. 
I had no idea. I sure. said, uh, like, uh, uh, long pauses. I also spent hours editing every podcast. It's not sustainable. Get it right the first time. Just, it's never going to yes. be perfect. Just get it out there. Do your thing. It's not oversaturated. If you have something different to say, then say it, you know? Look at that. I told you I had the right person coming on today, right? You know what? I love the, the oversaturation point too, because I feel like there's so many podcasts being sprung up right now. Yeah, that, because of this use of time, you know, everybody's kind of curating their own thing. So, well, I'll know. tell you what, a really interesting thing that I, I, I knew that I wanted a platform, but so many people, I can't tell you how many people say they want to start um, a blog, a podcast, anything. But I'm telling you, only the average number of podcast episodes that people actually get through, this was based in 2018, so it could have changed. Just, just, just guess how many the average podcast gets through. Seven. I would say 11. Seven. I mean. I hate you, Eric. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, if I can make it through seven, that's great. And then people said they liked it. And I was like, done. Going forever. Yeah. Do you focus mainly on the nutrition? Is it literally like even all across the board? What have you found your, your listener or your, what are they called? Subscribers want to hear the most about? Uh, it definitely evolves. Um, going back, looking at analytics, a lot of people are interested in dating. Oh my gosh. Uh, dating. Which I'm like, <laughs> anyway. I saw that on your website. You have an episode on dating. I thought so, you made yeah. that up, Eric, because you wanted to You would try to bring up dating on a health podcast. Eliza, what are you doing? Dating is an important part of your mental no, health. It's super you, important. It's super important for your mental health. Like hormones are real. So that's a big one. Hormones. Yes. Um, hormones definitely people love when I have guests on because they have a lot to, I mean, I want to learn. I'm selfish in this podcast. Sure. Like for me, for everyone else. Uh, people love to hear about specifics with nutrition. They don't want to just hear about, you know, anti-aging. Here are the, here's the data. They want to hear, well, what do I eat? Or what do I yeah. not eat? Why do I not eat this? Oh my God. They want to know where, where do I even find this? Like, honestly, the most Googleable stuff they want to hear about. So I want to know like all of that. So that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It resonates hard. <laughs> the <laughs> most Googleable, Googleable stuff. I it's, it's so silly. I mean, it's, it's not silly. It's helpful, but do you think that your lifestyle being plant-based being very health nutrition, do you think that that sometimes can hinder a relationship or stop a relationship from happening like in your dating because you're so, you know, you're, you're pro it. It's hard to find somebody like you. That's a match. That's pro it. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've really learned is that two things, I will never push this on anybody. All I can do is, Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. (laughs) All I can do is lead by example. I feel like I have so much energy, levity. I feel good. I don't really get sore from workouts. Like there are so many benefits. So I'm not going to be uh, antagonistic and I don't want to say, Oh, well you should try this because of this, Yeah, you know? So there's that. And then also as far as dating goes, I don't want to date someone who's 
like me. I want to date someone who likes me. So oh, I try and very open minded. I love that. And, well, I think it's like that. Yeah. And it, it's, it's like, I don't want someone to be just like me because I, I like to see people evolve and I like to evolve and I'm not vegan, sure. but dominantly plant-based. So sure. what, um, I mean, what do you still eat? That's not plant-based. Um, I eat salmon once in a while. I eat, I mean, if, if I'm at, I don't know if I'm like late night drunk, there have been instances if someone orders a pizza, I'll have a bite, but it's never meat. I really, I, I will not do, I will not do chicken again. I think chicken is the worst food we can be eating. I think I would never do pig again because they're smarter than golden retrievers. Um, (laughs) and I will tell y'all oysters, there is some debate whether or not they're whether or not they're vegan because Ah. because they don't have a central nervous system and they're basically just filters for the ocean so we don't want to eat a lot of oysters because they do help clean the ocean because they're filters they go through like a gallon of water a day or something but so but they are vegan so we could eat them if you know potentially toxins technically but yeah they filter out so many toxins and the um they filter out so much pollution in the water that we want to keep those oyster farms in the water to clean the ocean because we're also i mean we're fucking up the ocean big time so I mean, you know everything. do what we can yeah they're fucking up everything it's not just the ocean the sky the ground i mean everything yeah. everywhere you look it's all you know kind of fucked up so we should plan we should do a day where we plant a tree we should make that part of this is that something that we do yeah that's something i think we should do is you that know what we I do? mean, don't we do that on Arbor Day? Isn't that Arbor Day? Isn't there a day for that? We don't <laughs> yeah. even know what day Arbor Day is, let's be honest. What was your suggestion? I think you were going to hit on to something pretty big here. I think you guys, as you're growing your podcast, yeah. and I think you should say you're going to choose a fan of the week. Whoever writes a review, you're going to pick from a random group of people that write a review on your podcast or rate your podcast. And in their honor, every week, you're going to plant a tree so that you get reviews, you get likes, SEO, and you plant a tree. And for every milestone that we hit, we're going to do something special like plant a tree or clean the ocean or the beach or what have you. And we all be really cool. A new head of marketing and her name is Eliza (laughs) Kelman. She's also, you know, in charge of our non profit side too of the show guys so just so just that's a great idea and i think it's fantastic so eric you'll be you know in charge we just backed into a social mission i love that yeah that's great Great. don't take that among among our other social endeavors that we're taking on as well yeah we've got big we've got big stuff i there's a new fact I don't know if it's new, but I, I read on your website that you like to break down these fats. So this intermittent fasting has been something that has really been on my mind a lot. Every article I'm reading about someone that's lost weight during quarantine has done it either with keto or intermittent fasting or the two of them combined. So, I mean, you're, you're the fitness expert. What, you know, for me, I, you know, I like stuff. Joe likes proteins, meats, and, you know, grains and stuff. And, you know, how do I work all of that into these, these fats? Are they good? Are they bad? What do you got? I try and not use the words good and bad, but I will tell you, I'll use the words sustainable and unsustainable. You're very diplomatic. (laughs) She should run for office. Yeah. Oh, God. 
I'm telling you, keto for women, I think, I think keto should be done temporarily under a physician's outlook because most of the time keto is literally, it is like, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it's like 90% fat, barely any protein, and then yeah. hardly any carbs at all. So people yeah. are still doing it wrong. People think keto is meat and cheese. So right. that's, that's Adkins. <laughs> so it's just, they're just, they're reframing it, I think. So right. I would say that for a man, it does make more sense to go for a paleo keto type of diet because, um, I mean, historically men have needed protein and fat. They don't need as many carbohydrates. They're more like felt lean built, whereas women definitely need more carbohydrates for hormonal balances. And this is something that I've been learning more about. So hormonally women, I mean, we have our women's cycle is 28 days long. A man's is 24 hours. It's, Bam. we have different needs preach so we have different needs for different times of the month and there are some months where we need to increase the amount of essential fats the sure. proteins and things like that but i don't think that keto is a sustainable way of living the only time i've seen it sustainably done it was for I have never seen it sustainably done. There is not enough research for it to be done for an entire lifespan because it's not the way to go. I think that diets don't work and we need healthful mindsets and lifestyle adjustments. So as far, and then we can get into intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, again, for women, I do, and men, I think that it can become extremely rigid and I think it can often lead to disordered thoughts and eating. Wow. I, I see it all the time and it gets to the point where people think, okay, I have a constricted eating period. So I'm going to wait. I, I'm going to wake up at 7am. I'm going to go do my hard ass workout, burn four or 500 calories. And then I'm not going to eat until noon. That is catabolic. That is the end. That is not what we want. That is a hormone disruptor. That is in, inflammation. So we want to be eating at least like two to four hours after we wake up, unless you're having some crazy workout, then fuel yourself. Like, what are we trying to do here? I think that people don't understand that we, we as humans are not designed to, um, go through, I mean, we're talking 20th century. I'm not trying to talk about cavemen times. This is just sure. realistic talk. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense. We have food accessible to us at every waking moment. Sure. For the most part, we're very fortunate. And that's definitely a privilege that we do have. But I think that it doesn't make any sense to be so destructive, go into this hard workout and then not fuel yourself properly. Because especially for women, we hold on to so much fat, especially in the midsection, we might have lean arms, lean legs, and only gain weight in the midsection. That has to do with different um, stress hormones, things that affect it. That's why so many men you see with like a beer gut and then they're lean and then they have hypertension and heart issues. Yeah. So um, I, intermittent fasting has its place. It can be done temporarily. I think it's really good for your lifestyle. Like if you're traveling, okay. I like to do it if I'm traveling. Okay. Just so that you don't have to worry about eating junk food but i think sure. if you're gonna do it you don't need to be it can be like a 16 8 16 hours of not eating eight hours of eating it can be pretty sustainable i recommend if people are gonna try it i'm not a doctor like definitely talk to your doctor oh, yeah. but i would recommend 
one, consult your physician, but two, have a really early dinner. Have your dinner at six, eat it seven or eight in the morning, and that's a 14-hour fast. Sure. You know, start yeah. small, work your way up. That's everything I wanted to hear. So now that just means I'm not going to do either one of those things. <laughs> I think check I think that, that off the list. That's why I stick to proper food combining. It's sure. the best. It's the best thing I've ever done for my body. It's easy, yeah. and I think that it's like it's a it's a method. It's not. It's a lifestyle. It's What's not a the diet. Method? Tell me the method that you're that you're talking about. The food thing. Food yeah, like how do you know what should I put in my body? Yeah. So there's that word is should, um, it's going to be different for every person. I am not in your body. I can tell you that at my leanest, at my fittest ass was on point, abs were on point. All was good. I remember that time. I was, <laughs> I, I did too. Ass and I, abs. I look Whoa. back fondly. I was, I had cystic acne. Wow. I could not sleep through through the night. I wasn't having, I was having like regular bowel movements, but I didn't know that what was happening. Oh, there's the poo. Here comes the poo. Here comes the poo. Here comes the poo. I was, um, yeah, I would, my, my skin was just absolutely cystic. I would have mood swings to the point where I would, I would not leave my room. I was depressed. I had to go. I was, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So one, one, I got off birth control. I think that when you, um, I don't know where that came from. Who cares? That doesn't matter. All I know is that it doesn't always, it's not always your leanest and your fittest. It is how you feel and how you show up. So sure. if you are feeling like you're becoming obsessed with food and the numbers. If you feel restricted and like you have a bite of something sweet or um, you have what you would call a cheat meal and then you're saying, okay, I need to skip my next meal, but it was worth it, it was so good. Uh, I think that once you start to get to that mindset, that's maybe not the type of, um, that's not what you want. If you're, that should, like how, what should we be eating to feel our best? How do you feel your best? Do you? There is so yeah. much more. I think that if you're sleeping through the night, if you're having regular bowel movements, if you have clear skin, if you have energy and you don't need coffee throughout the day, those are your best. If you have steady moods, usually, I mean, there are so many ways. And if you're a big factor for me is how do I feel after I eat? Do I need a nap or do I feel bloated to the point yeah. where it hurts? So I'm so asking bloody. myself, am I asking myself, okay, is my machine running the, the right way? Am I feeling good? Yeah. The, those yeah. Types of things? I mean, think about it. Even, even your workouts, like are the workouts that you're doing, are those the best for you? Can you touch your toes? You know, can you, can you touch your toes? I don't can even you? know. I can't. <laughs> First of it's all, sad. It's really sad. So I, yeah, I, I, I've like, never I'm been like, able to, but. What? I'm sure I can touch my toes. You can touch what? your toes? Is that a thing to not be able to? Uh, so you might be you might be feeling like you're your strongest that you've ever been, but then you try and reach for your toes, your shoulders, and you, like Joe, probably pretty rigid there. Try, yeah. try to wipe his butt. <laughs> yeah, and then tear right. his tricep off the bone. <laughs> Tron, I was, I am truly scarred. I'm truly scarred. 
Um, why? <laughs> because he's tore his tricep off of his body. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's just like a what a, guy hasn't a done bone. something like that though? What do you you? I mean, I, that 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 was crazy. He was literally like, it feels like a bowling ball is hanging from because it's all muscle. So it feels like a bowling ball is literally hanging. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate for it. a week, I'm like, yeah. oh. Man. I tore my I tore my pack. So, oh yeah, that's every, right. Like I, I feel like every guy has a story, or at least Joe and I do. Whoa! Yeah. So Eliza, do I'm you like I'm like I'm little like, Joe. No, you're not little Joe. No, you're, you're really little Joe. I want to <laughs> ask you if you. Um, well, we've kind of already touched on this, but like, have you ever heard of this dating outside of your fitness level? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm currently dating outside of my fitness level. My my man is like super strong. He's like throwing throwing barbells over his head and I'm like both of you. Um no, he's this. he's great. It's like that. I actually told him about this that I was going on this podcast and I was like, dude, this guy ripped his tricep off his body. He was like, it happens. And I was like, <laughs> It's like, all right, but I, I think that's actually a really, I want to, let's, let's go there. So yeah. I can't tell you how often one guys, guys are worse than girls. So guys, bad. guys think that they, they want to go for these hot chicks who are killing it in the gym and they think they can't get them. They think that they are subpar. I'm like, no, no, no. That might be her outlet because she's so depressed. That might be her way of just showing up as her best self. She might feel so good and euphoric after after a workout. Like she wants to chat, yeah. talk to her, be confident, turn it on, turn it up. And um, but for up. women, that's oh, all right. <laughs> I, I've dated above, around, and all around, these, around. Um, <laughs> You have one round right? person. You dated one round person. What was his name? Couldn't get my arms around there, but um. but have you found that like they have to have like a similar type of mindset, despite maybe what the physical appearance would would look like? Um, I used to not think that, but I think oh about the physical appearance. Well, here's here's what I think it really boils down to. I think that when you see a person who looks like they care for themselves, you think oh they they can take care of themselves. I don't have to take care of them, and it looks like they they would be able to take care of me if I needed it. Like it's sure. just one of those fighter fight or flight things. If yeah, you're, that's really good. That's really good because yeah, yeah like, he could take care of some stuff if I needed him to. So that, sure. that's going back to the caveman stuff, right? Well, it's true. If you're running from a lion, you're going to grab the, the ones who can run with you, you know? And so I think that obviously there's no shame in any of it, anything, the sure. way that you are. But I think that no matter what, if you are, if you're in a physique that you, you don't even feel healthy in, sure. then how, how can you expect, um, I, I think that, this is going to be unlikable to say, but okay. we love it. I think I'm, it's, I'm it really frustrates me when, and feel free to cut this out if you think you'll lose people, but oh, no, um, we love sponsor down. He does <laughs> every day. I think oh, that. Oh, it's lost lifetime fitness. Oh. <laughs> there goes mountainside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I miss mountainside fitness so much. I can't tell you. That's what, that's what got me. Um, it is unlikable to say, 
but I do yeah. feel like there is this whole movement and I'm mostly referencing like Instagram and social sure. media. There is this whole movement of, of course, body positivity is beautiful. Yeah. I don't want anyone to feel like they shouldn't be comfortable in their own skin. But if you're not sleeping, if you're yeah. not going yeah. to the bathroom, yeah. if you're not taking care of shit and people are sure. like, you only live once, you only live once. I'm like, yeah, but you could add yeah. on like 15 years right there by not doing what you're doing. Sure. Um, and I just, these are the habits you're, you're creating for sure. your children. These are, these are things that are, this is how you show up. This yeah. is how you show up. And I think that there's this whole movement going on in body positivity, but I think it's getting, it's almost, I think it's an excuse. And I think it's really frustrating when, yeah. when I know, I know that these people, let me have, I just want to have a conversation with every single one and be like, where where can we start? I just sure. like, where can you take a step in building a habit that's going to help you feel mentally sure. a little bit lighter so that I'm telling you, it's all a reflection. You, you will feel physically heavy if you are mentally heavy. It's just the way it is. You know, so, it sounds like you're coming at it from a place of positivity and absolutely. a health perspective. Oh sure, oh, sure, of course. Versus anything else. Not judging. But I would also challenge you too on that same front though. There's women on Instagram, the opposite, that are starving themselves. Teddy Cougar Mellencamp, people like that, that are telling people to drink one cup of water and eat one taco a day. You want to also make steps with those people. They're not sleeping at night. Their skin is yeah. as well. You guys also are coming across like if you know you're a size zero, size two, size whatever, but they're not healthy in that regard either. So I feel like there's both sides, like where you know that there's body positive women. Some are in good physical shape and some of them are not. You know they're having those troubles. The same goes with, with women that are extremely thin. They also sure. can be in that kind of umbrella too as well. For sure. I think that there's definitely those two spectrums. So sure. you, you see, and I'm not just talking about women, I'm talking about men too. Oh I, yeah. I see it. I see it more in men. Oh um, I would even say, so when you're looking at it, like I am from a health perspective, you know, if you're, if your doctor is saying you're at risk for hypertension, you're yeah. at risk for type two diabetes, yeah. You're, yeah. At, you're at risk for, um, all of these different things that come along with that are preventable. So if there's, if there's something preventable, you still hear people say, Oh, it runs in my blood genetics. It, it, you know, type two diabetes runs in my genetic heart issue runs in my genetics. There are triggers that turn on your genetics. So by contributing to those lifestyle um, decisions that you make, every decision is going to either get you closer to the triggering those genetics or it's going to get you farther away from it. Yeah. So, I, and then on the other end, you're a size zero two four. you're real thin and you are depressed. You judge everyone yeah. you see you. I mean, my friend didn't have a period for three years because she was starving herself. That right. is, that is it. I'm telling you people want, it's not healthy, people, right? No, no, get, <laughs> no, people want to get, she wasn't drinking these, pickle juice. No. Oh God. Oh. So people want to get to these insane body fat percentages, yeah. but they don't realize the havoc that it's wreaking. That's why I am so, and I know that it's, I'm going to get a lot of different opinions on this, but I don't think that the um, competition for women's 
uh, women's comp- fitness competitions, bikini competitions. I think that it's 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 havoc wreaking on your hormones. It rises your cortisol levels to the point where when you do gain weight, you gain oh, about. God, yeah. I mean, you're trashing yourself for weeks. And I know some people I'm sure can do it healthy, but the majority of people that are doing it, they're not doing it from a, from a longevity standpoint. And it's not worth it to have sunken in face, cystic acne, um, just to have a vein. Well, you can do it in a healthy way. And I think the key is like balance, right? It is. It's true. But usually for those, those competitions, you have a, you have like 16 weeks to get to a certain point. So it's not like you have your whole life to get to this certain point. I think that, um, it's, it's more worth it to do it once say you did it, have a great time, be proud of yourself, get back to it. And I think that, um, I think that's a big, I think that's a big one for me. I see it all the time and I'm like, because you see these people, Have you're you like, done anything hey. like that? Like any fitness competitions or marathon running or anything? So, no, no, mm, <laughs> no. I, I was this close when I lived in Arizona, when I was talking about like the ass and abs, I was actually <laughs> this close to signing up for a, um, like a long distance, uh, tough mutter, which I might still do. But I remember I, I like, my SI joint and my lower back locked out while I was doing squats and I fell backwards in mountainside fitness with a squat. No, not mountainside. (laughs) I know what were they doing? But, um, I, yeah, so I've considered it, but I wouldn't do it now. I don't think that it's right for me, but who knows? I evolve and people change, but right now it's just not, it's not for me. Sure. We used to work with a girl. I don't know if you, she was in competitions a lot. And when she wasn't training, her stomach was like a bubble of water. She was like super like thin and muscular, but then it was just, it was almost like pygmy Somali, like, no, well, what, you know what I mean? Like just a completely, and she goes, Oh yeah, that's, that's dissension. What is that even? That doesn't even sound like something I would want to have. It's not natural. It's it's painful. It's hard. It's like this rock hard. Is it hard? It's hard. Oh, it's this is not a waterbed. It is, is like it a. It's not this even. This is cool. not a waterbed. Do you have a waterbed? My mom used to have a waterbed. So I learned how. <laughs> Did you ever question her about that? You go, mom. Hey, mom. What's with the waterbed? I just I I remember laying on it and I. <laughs> fondly remember my mom taught me how to pronounce the word and spell the word the on the waterbed and that was the waterbed experience <laughs> i used to love waterbeds as a kid <laughs> well there's a lot of pressure on guys too with the synthol and like creating this appearance then and to the fat point where they're you know injecting themselves i see every day yeah every single day I don't think that's healthy. You mean like like steroids? Mm-hmm. Well, that that too. But they're actually injecting like think of it as like silicone into your shoulder, like fillers, give the appearance like what? of a full shoulder. What? Oh my I gosh! Are doing both? Look up synthol. Google synthol and YouTube. I feel like it that's all. an LA thing. It's it's definitely not as much here, but like I've definitely I've seen it, but I've seen more steroids than than anything oh, yeah. else. Yeah. If, you, if you guys seen Carrot Top like that, he Carrot was, top. Oh, he was jacked. 
I have yeah. not seen Carrot Top as a jack. He also, he went loco. I've seen oh. him like with all of his like, you know, plastic surgery, kind of looking Ronald McDonald-ish, but I have never noticed any sort of muscles or, you know. Once we're off here, you gotta Google it. I'm 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 literally like tempted to Google it right now, but we'll put I'm some gonna, links in the comments. Exactly, get some likes in the Eliza. What do you think is something that most people misunderstand about you? Being, being you, just being you. I think people think that I am your your questions that you guys sent were incredible. I think people think that I am extroverted, and I am. I mean like skittishly introverted. I just get very passionate. Really? Um, mm -hmm. I, I definitely, I introduce myself as very extroverted, but at the end of the day, I crash. I do not gain any energy that way. I, <gasps> I am going down and I'm a group fitness instructor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dying at the end of the day. <laughs> So is that, I think is that, how, how is it starting your own business with an introverted personality? And congrats, by the way, it's uh, amazing. But I'd uh, love to learn more about how you, how you did it and, and what you're doing now. Um, I think I just figured out a way to still do what was important to me with nutrition as well as building relationships. But I figured out what two things I wanted to leave my legacy with. And I, I which again, could evolve and change. But right now that's what it is. And I figured out a way to do that without exhausting, like really depleting my energy all throughout the day. So I'm not doing big seminars. I'm only doing like individual calls with clients and follow-ups with clients. Um, so starting with that was really helpful. And then the podcast was only natural for me because it, it gave me the opportunity to really learn from people and grow my um, and grow my professional information and I'm by myself and I love that. Yeah. Right. That's an introverted dream right there. Like just all I need is one mic. <laughs> you know. It's just me and my mic. I got you. Uh, Eric, you want to, um, you named your mic, Mike, <laughs> Mike hat. <laughs> I call it Mike. I call it Mike hat. Um, what did we forget to ask you? What should we have asked you that we didn't? Because we're rookies and dummies and don't know anything. Zero. Don't do that to me. I think that y'all are killing it. Yes. I think y'all are killing it. I think that everything sounds good. You guys clearly have awesome chemistry together. Yeah, um, yeah you guys have great, great chemistry. It's super fun. I think. We love and hate each you other. You guys are asking. I think the best thing that you guys are doing is bantering and like flowing. I think that's the best. It's a good like vinyasa oh. type. type oh gosh. Right okay. And on that note. We'll and on that note. And on that oh. note. I, I want to get to something because okay, this, this scared me uh, just uh, beyond belief during the beginning of our show here. Uh, you flagged chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're a big chicken guy. Is possibly the the worst thing. Um, mm -hmm. I I need some schooling on that because uh, I do a lot of chicken throughout the day. Why do you do so much chicken? <sighs> well, um, 
I, I try to get enough protein throughout the day and chicken has kind of been the main source of that. I actually uh, had uh, some tests done at the doctor and they were saying, hey, what's good for your body and not? And they're like, hey, too much synthetic protein. You try to ingest it naturally as, as much as you can. And so in the morning, I have four eggs. For lunch, I have beef. And then for dinner, I have chicken mm-hmm. pretty much every day. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there could be a better Kill alternative. I'll, no, I'll hold. Go ahead. Doing. You got to listen. I have a whole episode and it was long awaited. It's called the chicken. I work some fish in there too, but. Good. Um, I will say as far as the meat industry and the animal industry goes, like I said, I am not vegan. I am not pushing. I just know what I know. And I go based on fact and science. I, I want you to hit me with this. It's fine. Yeah, I no need to hold hit back. Him. Hit him. Ch- chicken is the most mass produced food. I mean, it is the most mass produced yeah. animal product. It typically serves far less nutritional value than what it would have 20 years ago. Mm. It, it takes environmentally it's so fucked it takes nine calories per one calorie that you get out of a chicken so with all the feed the the non-organic feed so there's that that's that's the environmental part um as well as the industry itself it's completely demoralizing to the animals but even on a deeper health level when you're ingesting chicken you're also ingesting, you're ingesting antibiotics, you're ingesting hormones, synthetic growth hormones. So if he's talking about synthetic protein, there you go. That's where your chicken is coming from. Unless you know the chicken, you know where it's been. Um, I think that that's really, people say, well, our ancestors used to eat meat all the time. Yeah, they caught it with their hands and they saw it eating all day long. We buy it from a factory that has been that has been growing thousands of chickens it used to take months to grow it to grow a chicken it has now gone from a chick to just a chicken breast in about six weeks so nothing about it is natural i mean it's but it like, says natural, organic. What if it's organic? I was going to ask. Grew up what on a farm, had a lot of friends. Can't like had organic either. Can't so, trust that. It's, so organic means that it's made with no pesticides. Fantastic. That's great. That's a step in the right, right direction. It also means that it could be fed organic corn, and that's yeah. it. So you're, you're, mm-hmm. the whole reason why a chicken would be considered healthy is because the chicken had a full diet like it used to have, you know, hundreds of yeah. years ago. Yeah. Right now, you are getting your protein and your carbohydrates and your nutrients from corn, which is how your chicken got it. It's not, it's one, not a sustainable practice. Two, it's shit for your digestion. And I don't care what anyone says. I know all these doctors who... It, Western and Eastern don't meet here. This is not, this is not an argument. It's not good for your digestion. If you can't cut it with a fork or if you can't just chew it in a couple bites, it's, it's going to wreak a little bit of havoc. It's inflammatory. I also, I think that the main, the main issue for me is the amount of synthetic hormones that go into chicken. So just because it says organic doesn't mean that it isn't hormone free. Yeah. And with, we see the word free range. I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Free range organic. 
free yeah, range. Cage. Cage free. If you Google free range, free range, they have they have an option to go outside. It could that option could be the size of your computer screen for a hundred chickens. You mean like a prisoner having the option to go to the yard? Is that what we're talking for? An hour a day for ten seconds? I don't know anything about my chicken. <laughs> it's I'm telling you how many friends did it have? Like this is all you know, so I'm telling you, if you if you could remove one animal product and I I genuinely don't say the word remove lightly. I know that that's triggering and it's tough and it's hard and people say chicken is easy because it is. Why do you think it is so easy? It is mass produced to the point of, I I can't imagine the world without chicken. And I mean, it's gonna take, it's gonna take some big steps to get rid of chicken. Tron, what do you think about her case here? I love her case. I mean, I, I, I think she's got a great case on all fronts. It's, it's, I mean, I could let go of chicken. I mean, I you like think, chicken. I, I but, think that if it wasn't for the easiness and accessibility of chicken, do you guys think, I mean, do you, do you think you would eat as much of it? Would you be willing to like change that to once a week? How, what could I do? What could I replace it with? I, I think that's something that I, sure thing. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. Sure thing. Um, and the great, okay. So the great thing is, is protein is literally just essential amino acids. So your body can create some of its own, but there are a few that it has to get from food. Those all present themselves in foods like animal products. So eggs, chicken, beef, yeah, that kind of thing. It also yeah. comes from um, it also comes from soy products, chia seeds. Uh, it comes from quinoa. Lots of different sources of complete protein. So that's what we're really looking for is the complete protein. Um, basically, when you ingest protein, your body is just going to break it up anyway, so that it can get into your gut. It's just going to break up into amino acids. So it doesn't matter where you're getting them from, as long as they all combine to give you your complete protein, which means that you could be eating a cup of beans and rice, black beans and rice, get all your essential amino acids, all of your essential amino acids. It doesn't always, the reason why chicken, the reason why chicken and meat and all those things have become so popular is because it is a, um, concise way of efficiently getting all your essential amino profiles. However, I would be willing to wager that, yes, you should probably steer clear of your synthetic proteins, but as we age, it's as we age, as when I say this, I mean like 60 years old and up, it's more important to make sure that you're prioritizing things like calcium and protein. But now in your youth, it is not the most important. We need to be finding balance. You don't need to be getting one gram per every pound of body fat that you, or uh, per every pound that you weigh. It's just not the case. You heard that, Eric, right? It, it wreaks more havoc on your inflammatory system. I would be willing to wager that if you removed chicken from your diet for a month, and you worked out the same way that you do now, you would be so much less sore. You would be sleeping better through the night. And I don't know, sex life might be better too. So that's that chicken. That's like the frosting on the cake. You're not supposed to have that either. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> it's also. 
I'd rather you eat the frosting. Well, okay. So I, I need to replace it with some type of, of food. So I you could, have. You could do. You, you could do eight foods. <laughs> you could do. Um, you could well, do. So I typically do, do brown um, rice like, and a vegetable. Well, you could always do like a big. I mean. If you're wanting to go plant-based, then you can always do a big bowl of broccoli has protein. You could do a bunch of quinoa. You could do black beans and rice. You could do fish. I mean, if you could do fish, you could do fish. fish. You could do shrimp. So if you want to aim for a lower fat, you could do like have to be the sockeye non-farm-raised salmon. So salmon is amazing, but it also it's a higher fat fish. So if you want to go low fat and keep with your macros, then you could always do shrimp, which is super super low, almost zero fat. So you could do some shrimp. I would just recommend control my cholesterol though. I think well, if you wanna, I think that you could make the first switch is by switching your protein powder. You probably have a whey isolate or some kind like that. How would you even know that? How does she know this? What is this, a magician over here? Like, she's got a spy in your Uh, I don't like this. Switch it up. It's a way isolate. Plant-based? Oh, my God. I mean, it's this, you're getting the same profile. It's just easier to digest. I say no. What are your, your, like, top recommendations for for a plant-based program? I love Orgain. O-R-G-A-I-N. And Aura Organics. O-R-A. That's what I use. There's zero sugar. There's only organic ingredients, the same, same essential amino profiles as, as your whey protein. Um, and it's going to be a little, this this could be life changing. Yeah. That's what we're doing. It's time changing lives. Yeah. We're doing life changing stuff here. Okay. You poo poo on what you're doing. I really don't. I told you I don't push, but you're asking. I'm, I'm a fan. No, he asked. He asked. So you had to give it to him because he yeah, 100% asked. And no, and it, it's great to hear that. And that's what we're here for is to, to learn, you know, different perspectives on things. And if I can, you know, eat chicken one day a week and tell Joseph, you know, he's a real big. You know, he's old school, protein, rice, beans, rice, you know, beef and rice, chicken and rice. Like, that's how he's eaten for the last 40 years. He hates vegetables. He hates vegetables. You know, can can you add? I think if you were able to even like add things in, if you could add in a green smoothie or add in spinach to his eggs, you know. Are you kidding me? Six eggs every morning with a bowl of oatmeal and the ratio is like, you know, three egg whites to one yolk. He knows, you know, with blueberry, blueberries in the oatmeal, you know, it's the, it's, that's it. Blueberries are great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I mean, I think, like I said, it's good. If we can just kind of scale that back, I feel like that's a very tangible thing. Yeah. Joe once said I don't eat for taste. Food is fuel. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get him to change that. I'm getting him to change that. Like, cause I, you know, I'm flavor. I'm all flavor. So. I like a little spice too. It's not fair. I, if I could just eat for food, I will tell y'all. So I had, I, my roommates and I all had COVID and we- what? You all had COVID? What? That's a whole, we got a whole nother hour. He's Charleston. Okay. No. (laughs) Charleston, Scottsdale. I'm telling you. (laughs) Oh, God. I have so many opinions. We will not get into that. But um, Uh, but I will tell you. (laughs) I was totally fine. I felt like I was hungover for a day and then I lost my taste for five days. Oh, it's like a hangover. 
for me, it was one of my other roommates felt really, really, really sick, had a high fever for four days and then she was fine. And then the other roommate, she had like a little mixture. She had like a little bit of everything, but then it was fine after two days. So, I mean, we all, but when I lost my sense of taste and smell, I was like, I am so lean. I didn't want salt. I didn't want there. it, It was unreal. I felt like the way that guys feel when they don't have any attachment to food. Like right, right. I could like, eat the I same thing for six months and mouth. just not even. It's fine. That's okay. Damn, it's fine. You know what? If you don't have a big relationship for food, then I think that that is use that to your advantage. Well, you know, I love food. I love flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but you Tron's, know how to like. Franz helped me become a foodie. Uh, she kind yeah. of raised me into that. Right. But you over like the years. <laughs> okay, maybe raise was the wrong word there. But uh, introduced Coach, me into the, the, the food yeah, world, food culture. On. Laterally held my hand. Don't say <laughs> stuff like that. Like it's a lateral, yeah, lateral movement. Mama or some sort of nanny. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my Mimatron. Right, exactly. Did you yeah. hear that? <laughs> Wait, what are y'all's favorite meals? Deathbed meal. Like, uh, like we're talking strapped death into bed, the electric chair. Bed. You can, uh, I mean, get a little creative. You just, you don't, I don't know. Favorite meal of all time. Let's go. It's going to be oysters. <laughs> get it, girl. You know, um, probably a Greek salad, my favorite. And then like, I would say a nice pan seared scallop. Like, and then obviously like Prosecco or some sort of, champagne of some sorts like that all of those go to france get wild no that's that's deliciousness i agree what are you gonna say i'm curious to hear what you i mean what's your champagne go to get the french i'll get the roger (laughs) (laughs) the perrier jouet the jp roger yes yes darling what's your meal eric what's your death sentence first of all why did you get the death penalty Oh, and then what's your meal? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, probably serial killing. Oh my god! Come on, I've been watching Dexter. That is so. I've been watching Dexter. Good Ted Bundy. You're the preppy killer. (laughs) Not the killer. I've never killed anybody. Watching Dexter last night. That is wild. You were? Yes, I haven't watched it in five years. Watched it again last night. I haven't watched it since it came out. Damn, it's wow. so good. And I, I was like, that makes me think, what would your, what would your, um, see, this is where we play the theme song from frozen. Whenever somebody's screen freeze, oh, okay. uh, what did you say? A drop of blood, drop of blood. So Dexter always saved one little drop of blood from everyone that he killed. What would your thing be? Oh yeah. What's Man, your calling you, card? You are a creepy introvert. Your trophy. What's your trophy? <laughs> My trophy. I, he has such a good trophy. I, I really like the one. I probably. Oh, you're not. See, I would not go with the trophy because then it there's less of a chance that you would get caught. No, but you're a psychopath. You have to. Yeah, you have to. You have to get a trophy. I, I would make it some type of like a, a silverware or so, you know. What? I'd, I'd, I'd take, you would take one fork. Nobody would even notice that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Strangest thing. Yeah, I'd have a I'd have a fantastic dinette set. It would be from uh, all of my victims. It would be amazing. Love that. Oh my god. Well, Eliza, you're gonna have to answer now too. 
Yeah, I didn't to... even get his last meal. So, oh so, no, yeah. What is your last meal? Last meal: diver scallops. Copy. Over a bed of squid ink pasta, <gasps> with a nice endive salad. Whoa, grilled endive. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> He turned on his porn star voice real fast. Totally, 100%. I thought it was actually never more killed, Never killed anyone, never been in a porn. Lecter, lectory, I thought it was. Like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> like that's and I need some type of, veg- oh, maybe I need some type of vegetable to go along with it, but I'm, He's I'm gonna end sure. salad. There you go. Yeah, but I'd like, you know, I'll, like I'll say asparagus for now, but I'm, I'm gonna change that up eventually. So we'll figure that out next time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, your turn. Oh, this is easy. This is why I ask this question. It's my favorite question. I would do. Well, first you got to say what you're, what you're getting the death penalty for. What did oh, you right, do? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Maybe arson. I don't know. What? You guys. I don't know. I would never, I would never, arson. I would never. I would never. Are you obsessed with fire arson? No, no, it's no, I'm telling you. Cause I would never be able to kill anybody or hurt a person. So I would just have to do something to like cut deep. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to ruin your home to make it very inconvenient. Oh, they weren't inside. They got Nobody out. Nobody was inside. No animals. They don't they heard the smoke detector. They got out the front door. That's true. They all met at the mailbox. They don't give you the death penalty for that, but we'll let you go. Okay. Okay. It'll be a very rich person, successful, so I will get the death penalty. Okay, got it. Fair. Okay. Um, okay. Last meal would be um, garlic, lemon, olive oil, mussels with truffle fries on the side. Oh, my. Go on. And then a big, fat, lemony, um, Joint. chopped up... Oh, no, no, no. That's yes, 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 yes. Um, lemony <laughs> chopped up kale salad with a little bit of olive oil. Little this bit isn't of pink real. <laughs> He's so good. Too much. I love that. Sounds amazing. Sounds that amazing. sounds amazing. And that. Uh, Wait, why are you in jail, Tron? Me? Yeah. Um, well, I didn't ask. Nobody asked me that. Um, oh, I just did. I, I have the death penalty. I got the death penalty because um, I. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Man. Um, She's like, I've thought about this. I actually haven't. Like, what would I um, drove a dump truck through <laughs> the gates of the White House and oh boy. accidentally hurt a Secret Service man? <laughs> a Secret Service man? Yeah. Interesting choice. So they gave me, obviously they gave me, quite honestly, I could fucking steal a pack of gum and get the death penalty in this country. Tell you through the truth. So I don't even have to make up anything, exaggerate it. I just walked down the street. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And on that note, Eric, (laughs) you're supposed to. I, I need to get dessert. Oh yeah, because I, you have a dessert issue. I have an unhealthy issue with ice cream. Okay, what kind? What kind of unhealthy issue? It, uh, ice cream. Like oh. he eats a pint. 
Yeah. No, what kind of ice cream? I mean, I'm sorry for your issue, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Ben and Jerry's, I'd say, is is where I'm at at the moment. Uh, it, I like the oh my god, what is it? Half baked, and then they just come out with peanut butter half baked, which is just like half baked, but with peanut butter, it's so oh my god, so amazing. So I'd have to yeah, I'd have to have a vat of that with me as well. A vat. Oh, so that would be a part of your meal, your death. Oh yeah, meal. you get the meal and dessert, right? Is that not? Is I don't. That do they give you a dessert? I feel like they just give you the option of a drink or dessert. You so gotta you cleanse your palate before you get a thousand volts of electricity pumped through your veins, right? It's true. It's do they still do that? Do they still electrocute? I don't know. Maybe lethal injection. I don't injection. think so. I think they do some sort of needle. But there's like some works. like backward state that's yeah, still, yeah. still probably does that. I feel like some that. people still have the firing squad. Okay, but anyway. That, <laughs> like, oh my god. I feel like Utah or New Mexico. I feel like that's still on the books there. Actually, um, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like there's some very closed states. They're like, what? And not everyone is doing this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, it, it was a pleasure to have you. You're the sweetest, cutest lamb we've had on the show. Wow. Um, sweet and cute. Yeah, really sweet and cute. And like, just so, thank you for being so gracious and just so informative, but it's also so honest. Like one of the things we want is just people to be them natural, honest selves. And I totally respect and appreciate that. And I hope everyone else does too. So... Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Y'all are a blast. And I am so excited to see where this goes. We yeah. know the name now. You guys, come on. We know sure. the name. We know Absolutely. the name. <laughs> yes. Hotter Than Health podcast, you guys. Like and subscribe that. Like and subscribe ours. Everything is great. Bloop. <laughs> thank you.